It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you, buddy, pal. How are you? What up? What up? I was, uh, so we're in studio and yeah, I, buddy. Was, I went up to you and I was like, so what are we going to talk about today? Not realizing that there's like a billion things yeah, to talk about. Yeah, it's like about. we got a lot to talk about. we haven't recorded since Saturday, right, for yeah. Go Birds, so yeah, quite so a bit. all kinds of football action. Yes. Yes. Brandon Brooks retired today. Yes. Out of nowhere. The football. Not that out of nowhere, I guess, but, but you know, kind of out of nowhere. So I, I normally, like, I hate, like, on Twitter when I see things, like, just, like, general phrase people say that everyone says, like, oh, my God, this is why you love the game. Like, blah, imagine this, whatever, blah, blah. Dude. And we don't have to talk about it for too long. But that Buffalo-Kansas oh, City Oh, we are going to talk. It was phenomenal. Like, and I know it's, One of the great yes. games in the history it, of the sport. It was literally, like, one of those moments where I was watching it and thinking, like, this is why. Like, this is why you watch football. <laughs> like, it was unbelievable. Loser. Oh, my God. And I, I love I, it. it. And I also couldn't help but think, like, if you were Buffalo and you lost that game, oh. how do you even sign up to play next year? Oh. Like, do you just forfeit on the spot? Are you just like, we are never going to beat Kansas City. There's no point in even playing the next year. Like, all their, all next year is going to be about beating Kansas City for them. It was just an unbelievable game. Yeah. It I was... ordered wings for it. At oh, good time. for you, buddy. Look at, at you. halftime, too. Yeah. The whole weekend. It was the best weekend of football of my lifetime, I think, without a doubt. They were all, all four yeah. games ended on the last play. Yeah. All four games. That has never happened before. It was wild. Some games better than others, but I think I, saying, I think, like, the L.A. Tampa game was exciting and fine, but I wouldn't say it was, like, Well, the second epic. half was great. Yeah, was exactly. the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cincinnati no game was fun. It was entertaining. I thought the, you know, snow and Lambeau, yep. a defensive struggle was super fun. It was great seeing Aaron Rodgers lose. I didn't even... It's rare that I can step away from the money I place on a game right. and actually root against someone. I was able to do it with Aaron Rodgers. He's so unlikable. It was well, so easy to root against And then that Jimmy guy. G is just, you know, he's just, a winner. Yeah, he's a winner. Jimmy. Look at so. him. What a handsome man Jimmy G is. Well, I well, I fired off the Jimmy I'm, G I'm tweet. I'm excited. We'll get into some Jimmy G's. We'll get to the whole weekend. Let's start with Brandon Brooks, though, because I do think that that, you know, at least for today, the day he announced right. his retirement, probably the biggest dream. We're not going to dive deep on it, but, but just your... Your thought, you you were pretty strong in in you know kind of covering this Brooks thing whole year, and you you know halfway through the season, I think you said to me like I don't think he's going to play this year. Right. And I was like, what? No, I'll be all over it. Uh, your thoughts? We'll get to 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 his his uh, legacy as an eagle, but just quickly your thoughts on Brandon Brooks retiring and what? It well, means just from me. like a team perspective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cap savings, all the stuff. Yeah. So, like, I think Nate Herbig is good and are fine. I should say as a guard, like he's a quality starting guard. Yeah, and, and I think Jack Driscoll is like a very good guard. I think so, Jack Driscoll's good. I like Jack. Driscoll. Yeah, I think he's very good. He's, so the, I, he's a guy we never talk about. Who's like a solid player. Agreed. He can play tackle. He can move yeah, in the guard. I, like I think he's been a very good draft pick. Great but, offensive lineman. Yeah. Name Jack yeah. Driscoll. Looks like, just, like yeah, just sounds like an offensive so lineman. So you agree? Great pick by Howie on that one. It was a good pick. Yeah, I've said that before. Fourth round. That's a good yeah, pick. Herbert was an undrafted yeah. guy. Yeah, again. I get, great big by Howie, sure, but also like Jeff Stoutland is just the best at his job yeah, in the history of the sport. Yeah. 
Um, and also Brandon Brooks, like really single Jeff Stoutland. Yeah, called him Jeffrey Stoutland. Very long, uh, very yeah, long. Yeah, it was like Brandon. We get it. You want to thank everyone you've ever played <laughs> yeah. with. Thank you. He thanked cool. Gregor, which was funny. Gregor, he thanked Gregor, your boy J Matt was well, in there. That's understandable. Yeah, okay, he was like get, third, which was funny. Let's get with the most ridiculous one. He thanked Marcus Smith. That right? one was yeah, <laughs> Brandon. Like, but who knows? I mean, him and Mark, I'm sure they were buddies. Yeah, like I'm sure yeah. it's why, but still, it's like. I think it was uh, probably right. the mental health stuff too. But oh, that's, um, that's a good point. I didn't yeah. Think about that angle of it. Yeah, you're but, right. But um, I mean, from a like a football perspective, like Brandon hasn't played for two years essentially, so you can't really sit here and say it's a loss because he hasn't played. Cap savings like, alone and make it worth it, right? So they yeah they they open up twelve million dollars in him re- you know retiring. Obviously now you can say it like retiring. Um, so now they're up to around. <laughs> you can yeah. say yeah he, yeah, he actually did it. Yeah, he, he actually he did said it. it. Yeah. Um, we're not speculating. No. Uh. So they opened up around twenty-four million. Uh, they they are at twenty-four million dollars now, which is more than they can do whatever they want now. Like they can sign two, three big name free agents. Like twenty-four million dollars, especially there'll be more money coming. They'll restructure guys. They'll probably release guys. Although there's not like a ton of cuts where you look. Like every year I go through the list and I'm like, all right, well they'll cut Vinny Curry. That's five and a half million. Like they'll cut this guy. Like that's five. Whatever. Like there's not really those guys this year. Like a, because of how how he had to structure this. Because of like COVID and Carson and all that, he had to push everything to the future. So there's just not as many of those moves. But $24 million is still enough to do whatever they want. They'll just give these free agents low base salaries. Jeffrey will cut a big initial signing bonus and they'll push them into future years. So $24 million, enough to do whatever they want. I think they're still fine at guard. Brandon even said it today. He was like, you know, the Eagles have Landon, they have Sayamalu, they have Driscoll, they have Herbig. Like they're good to go at guard. Like mm-hmm. it's there. And even Sue Opeta is like a decent guard. So. Yeah. I don't think it's a big loss that he's retiring. Um, from a legacy perspective, like, I mean, he's one of the best guards to ever play for the Eagles. Ray he was- Dittinger on the midday show today. Ray did like this is where you you look to Ray for right. these things. Ray Dittinger said he's the best guard I've ever seen in the Eagles' yeah. room, which which hit me. Like I was like, wow, because I knew he was like a you know really good guard and all that. But to say, and and granted, you know, you think about the history of the Eagles, you can think about a ton of tackles, not that many guards, yeah. so it makes some sense from that perspective. But him saying he's the best guard I've ever seen play for the Eagles, it, it was pretty pretty astounding. Well, I mean, there were years where he was their best offensive lineman. You know, like, and again, it's guard, so it's just tough because it doesn't have the positional importance that a center or a tackle does. But there were years he was the best offensive lineman and, like, arguably the best player on the team. Like, I don't think anybody would take him first off the roster, but he was arguably the best at his position on the team. So, and what the other crazy thing is, when you think about that offensive line, like, they'll go down as, like, an all-time great offensive line, just from, like, a personality perspective, right? Remember, like, the thing they did in ESPN Magazine where the five of them were, sure. like, naked? Like, yeah. just, like, I mean, they, Lane Johnson, one of the the dog mask, him and Chris Long, the dog yeah. mask, that's a part of it. That'll be remembered. Jason, Jason Kelsey Peters. with the speech, the whole thing. Yeah. Jason Peters being an asshole. Yeah, it'll yeah. totally it'll yeah. remember all that. But yeah. I'm saying also just from a perspective of, Bless like— Bless his heart, Jason Peters, to quote L- Doug Peters. Lane, yes, quit. Lane's <laughs> been here, like, forever. Jason's been here forever. Jason Kelsey. Jason Peters was here a really long time. What's interesting about Brandon is he really only played like two I have to big look it years, up. Like right? it was Three 16, years, 17, yeah. 18, he gets hurt in the yeah, playoffs. I about and 16. That was, yeah, yeah. Right. And that yeah, was, was kind really, of the end of it. Yeah. So to have like as big of an impact as he had in such a short amount of time, I think just speaks to how talented he was. Like he was clearly physically like an elite level talent at the position. And it's a shame that injuries really ruined his career. I mean, I you know. I think when you look back and you remember, he even like, said it. He yeah. was like, "It's the injuries. Like, I just don't. It's hard to keep coming back from this, man. My body's telling me I'm done." That's like, I think in, what he said. In ten years, when we're you know still doing the Go Birds pod, we'll look back on Brandon Brooks and remember, like, ultra talented guy, big part of the playoffs, our Super Bowl team, and it's a shame he couldn't stay healthy. Like, that's totally. And look, I think he was, you know, and and the mental health stuff. I do think that. He was early on it. That's what I was about better, to yeah. say is, you know, like we've gotten to a point where it's it's accepted. It's talked about. It is a, you know, I mean, Calvin Ridley missed the vast majority of the right. season. And it was like, cool, do your thing. Like we've come really come around in it. When Brandon Brooks talked about his anxiety, his issues, we were not at that place in society. Like I think I think we were heading that way. I think he got a lot more support than he would have if he had done it 10 years earlier right. or whatever, obviously. But I do think he was kind of on the front end of that and, and being willing, especially in this sport, at that position, the big nasties, all that stuff, yeah. for him to come out and talk about that, I do think it had a, a, a profound impact for a lot of well, people. Well, and I think, too, like, it's easy now to look and say what he did. Like, like as you mentioned, Calvin really 
out the whole basically the whole year. Simone Biles in, in gymnastics. Yep. Like, I right, mean, Lane Johnson, three weeks, yes, boom, Lane just John- not like, there. It's cool, man. It's ex- you know? Yes. But I think you're right that when you look back, and you'd probably have a better perspective on this than I would because you were on the air every day when that happened, and you know you interact mm-hmm. with, with callers more. But, like, I just know— Oh, in, it was mixed, man. I was going to say, like, it in was my not, world of, like, reaction, I it know it was— It was super mixed, Elliot. Yeah. It was not, like— if he if that happened today, everyone be like, "Good for Brand." It was with Lane. Good, really. We didn't have a single person come right. on. And, not one person came on and had a problem with what Lane Johnson did. Not one. Yeah. And that's awesome. There were a lot of people who had problems with Brandon Brooks when it happened. Well, no remember question. it happened twice too, if I'm yep. not mistaken, right? In the yep. same year, like twice in three weeks or whatever. So yeah, I mean, he touched on that a lot today, like his kind of impact. And I also think just from like knowing Brandon during the time he was here, like he definitely is someone that I think has interests outside of football. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, he no, clearly loved football, yeah, worked hard. But, like, I've always thought that when he's retired, when he retires, he'll do something interesting. And, like, he mentioned today he's going to go to Penn for business school. I bet you he'll be involved in a lot of different things. Like, so I'm just very interested to see what he ends up doing. And, I, I mean, look, it's sad the way his career ended to a certain extent. But injuries. I'm also happy for him. Like, he's 32. He has enough money to do whatever Made he wants a lot for of money. Of he won a Super Bowl yeah, title. He's was a big part of that. Yes. He, he will be a legend in Philly forever. Right. He got to the top of his field. So, um, yeah, I just think ultimately, like, from a Brandon, like, a personal perspective on Brandon, I think it's, like, sad whenever something comes to an end. But I also think he can definitely walk away, even though it ended because of injuries, he can walk away with his hel- head held extremely high knowing, like, everything that's in front of him. So and, think, and that's the way it sounded. You know, he talked yeah. about that general idea of it's not about the beginning, it's not about the end, it's about the journey in between right. and all that. And you know, I think he had a great one. And, I, you know, obviously there were some pitfalls and some bummers and all that along the way, but ultimately, to your point, made a bunch of money, you know, set his family up for the rest of, you know, their their Forever. lives, yeah. all that stuff. And he was one of the, you know, 22 guys who got to start for the Super Bowl champion yeah. Eagles. Like, the only one ever. And we've 55 years of the Super Bowl. We got one. And that, and that guy was a major part of it. Like, that's a, a real legacy to have. And I don't think, like, they're not going to retire his number. Like, like they'll, they'll retire Kelsey's number. He'll be an Eagles Hall of Famer. Well, Probably. I, where I was going with this was, I do think it would be cool if in, like, eight years, and I know they just put the whole They put group all in. five of them together. And yeah. Sam well, Malu gets yeah. lifted up a little yeah. by that. But, yeah. like, I just think when you look at the impact that line I think had. they should put the whole Super Bowl team in, except once, of course. If we get well, obviously. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, it's like the what we were discussing on the radio, seventeen versus. Uh, yeah, sure. Do we do we say Brooks? We no, made that we list. Didn't. We didn't. Yeah, but he's I don't know if he's not. an all-time eagle. He's not an all-time eagle. No, but I agree, he was a but... really great player for the Eagles. Yeah, definitely uplifted by the Super Bowl, clearly, and a great legacy. Yeah, so good for him. I think from an Eagles perspective, it works out great because now set also, up well. like, what would they have done if he would have been like, yeah, I want to come back? Uh, I think it would have been a problem. Like, I he would have had to move on from and, him. You and, can't and trust And with him the again. injuries, we don't know. Like, he's certainly, the player he was was certainly better than Jack Driscoll, but with all the injuries and the and where he's at now at 32 yeah. or whatever, like, we don't know that he's definitely a better player than well, Jack Driscoll that, today right now. That was my thing when, towards the end of the year, and I understood the interest in it, but, like, I would come on your show and Joe Cameron Richie would ask me all the time, like, what's up with Brandon Brooks? And in my head, and I think I even said this on the air, I'm like, it doesn't matter. You like, did. He, yeah, like he's not going to come back and play. He's not. He's not as you, good as you these. said. I'd rather have Nate Herbert. Yeah, play like I'd rather yeah. have these people have been practicing all. Like so, I think the tough thing about bringing Brandon Bra- back would have been that if he came back, you like would have had to hand him the starting job, and you're essentially then counting on him. So I think from an Eagles perspective, him retiring, I think it was the right decision for him. It works out better for the Eagles. It definitely works out from a cap perspective. So. It's a win-win all around. I guess you don't want to say win because he had to retire due to injury, but as I said, I think he accomplished everything you can accomplish in a career. So. All right. I want to get to the games from the weekend in a sec, how it relates to the Eagles. Quickly, one question off something that came up in that whole time that that just has been gnawing at me and I've been mean to ask you about um, or kind of talk to you about. Um, and you mentioned the, the cap situation and how right. to find all that. The, the pushing the can down the road thing. We know, like, look, how he can figure stuff out and all that, but the Fletcher Cox part of this as an example of how it can go wrong. Right. Like or Alshon. Or Alshon. Alshon's are still paying him for example. a few more years. Alshon's extreme, but also not from the money perspective. I mean Fletcher Cox is going to be making way more money than he right. deserves for the next few years for this team. And it's on the books. Like, do you at all worry about those situations when you talk about like the, oh it's no big deal, the cap, how it'll be fine, they'll be fine. Like like that that Fletcher Cox contract right now is a disaster. Well, so here's why I would disagree with you a little bit. And I think your overall point, like, you're right. Fletcher is going to make more this year than he would have gotten, like, if you just based off of his skill By level. a lot. Yeah. But I also think there's probably a lot of players around the league that are making more money than, than what they're actually worth. But Fletcher, to me, 
is not he Fletcher is not a top three defensive tackle anymore, right? Obviously. But I still think Fletcher is a above average slash like good kind of very good starting defensive tackle. I think he can be, but it not, he doesn't play every play. He doesn't bring it every play like he used. Like I think he's close getting closer to average than to good. I agree with that. But I what I mean is Alshon, and I'm the one that brought up Alshon, so I know you didn't bring the comparison. But I think the difference between the two is Alshon was like unplayable. Like, right? Like old, injured, couldn't run, like he was donezo. Fletcher's not there yet. Now the problem is He could be. He could be. Like he could get hurt, <laughs> the, right? The, or the like the trend is not going in exactly. the right direction. Yeah. So the thing with the cap is, and I, your point is correct. Like this is an example of. And we're that's why I'm asking it. you because I know that you're. First of all, you know the cap better than anyone else. It, at least that I talk I to mean, about in the this world, stuff. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's safe to say. Bot track guys, they got nothing. Yeah. No. What do they know? Right. Uh, but on top of that, you also do have the philosophy that like it really doesn't matter when they do this stuff. Yeah. Like so, I'm just kind of like asking. No, I mean it's a good question could it matter, because you know? I kind of view it sometimes a little bit like it's almost like credit card debt, like. Howie just keeps getting credit card debt and he just pays it off. But, like, it's risky to continually rack up your credit card because <laughs> things could happen, Not you know? Not the smartest way to live. Right. Yeah. It's like with the COVID thing. Like, Howie pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and then COVID happened and he got screwed because of it. But had he not used his strategy, it wouldn't have been as bad. So, on one hand, I think the cap doesn't really matter. I love following it. I love tracking it. But there's never been a time where I was like, the Eagles couldn't do this because Other of the Other than the COVID thing that, that screwed them. Correct. Right. Yeah. Um, so... I just ultimately don't really think it matters, but you're right, like, that by pushing back on older players to create space, like, this is a situation you run into. But they could still cut Fletcher if they wanted. Like, they could June 1st cut him where they, but that's not a great strategy. Because you would have a bunch of dead caps. You'd have a bunch, so, of, yeah. bunch of dead cap. So, um, ultimately, I think the way he does it is fine because they've always it's been. It's more good than bad, but it can come back bad, but to there's bite just risks spots. With it. Yeah. yeah. And there's risk with how you do everything. I was also going to look this up. I should have, but. You look at the teams that have the most cap space, and they're almost always the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the Colts are up there, so they're a rare exception. But ultimately, the reason the Eagles, to a certain degree, are able to do all the things they are is because Jeffrey Lurie cuts checks for signing bonuses. And I think the teams that have a ton of, ton of cap space, the reason they do is because their owners don't cut that those checks. So I think how how he manages it is fine, but of course there are risks, as you mentioned. All right, let's get to the weekend of football, because I agree with you. I think that, that Bills-Chiefs game is... You know, certainly among the best games I've ever seen in my life. Oh, you know, it was like you can, you can quibble, and it's certainly I think it's the best quarterback game I've ever seen. Like I don't ever remember my life yeah. in that stakes of a game, two guys just like putting on an all time show I, like that. I had the tweet written, ready to go. Thirteen seconds left in the game. Josh Allen's now the best quarterback. <laughs> like, dude, if Josh Allen wins that game, like, I, like, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Like, if you go in and you outduel Patrick Mahomes, and especially sometimes we use, like, quarterback wins, and I'm big on quarterback wins. We know. But Josh Allen, like, literally brought them down the field multiple times yep. to win that game. Yep. So yep. if if they would have won that game, Josh Allen would have been QB1. But it's like Andy Reid said, man. Like, when it's grim, you got to be the well, grim Mahomes reaper. Well, Mahomes QB1. I think Mahomes that was, is QB1. I think that was, well, I think that was a conversation going into the game. You know, like, Josh Allen, Josh, he's the new guy, all that. And Mahomes was like, uh, earmuffs, one, two, three. Fuck that, dude. I am Patrick Mahomes. And he looked it. Like, Mahomes yeah. was unstoppable. As was game. Allen, though. That they was the wild were, thing. They both were yeah. amazing. But, like, Mahomes, like, man, this dude's ability to just. To, Unbelievable. To, to, to get out of, of sacks and throw at awkward yeah. angles and just, like, make plays. Just find ways well, to make plays. It is – he is something else, man. I think what, something else. He's going to win the Super Bowl. They're, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. Mahomes does – he does annoy me with, like, the going on Madden with Brady thing. So, like, I'm not a big Mahomes guy. But I think what what shows you that he's so great – is that everyone's talking about how well Josh, Josh Allen played, and very few people actually bring up how good Mahomes it was. Because it's just what he just is. expected. Yeah, you know, it's like is. you talk about a great duel and how good Allen was and what a game, but very few are like, wow, Patrick Holmes was amazing, because it's just kind of what he does now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, we were texting during the game. Like, it was just unbelievable. As soon as they won the coin flip, I was like, well, sucks for the Bills. It's over. But what do you think of the overtime stuff? Uh, so I'm torn on it. Like, I don't, I don't hate the rule. Like a big part of me just says, I mean, obviously uh, the biggest part of me says Sean McDermott should have not kicked it out yeah, of the you end zone. Squibbed it or, you you know, should have squibbed it. You should have. And also the, as many people have pointed out, if you don't squib it and they're on the 25 yard line, take the penalty on the first play, tackle all the yes, receivers, agreed. take the five yard penalty and just kill and take five, five six to seconds, eight seconds yeah. off the clock. Like there were so many ways they could have won that game without going there. But we get to overtime. That's if he's an like, offensive coach, does he make those mistakes? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Good one. Um, I, 
But, you know, like part of me is like, all right, well, you get to overtime, like make a stop. You know, I, I there's part of me, but there's also part of me that understands that defenses are gassed when you get to overtime. And it is more likely than a normal time in a game where an offense can just walk down the field right. and, and move the ball and win the game. So, like, I'm really torn on it because I don't know what the great answer is. I've heard a, a good ex- a good idea was was maybe force them to go for two. And if you hit the two, then you get it. And then the other team gets a shot, but they have to go for two. And then it's, uh, it's a sudden death. I didn't hear that. Which is an interesting thought. I know a lot of people want to just play an extra quarter, and if it's still tied after that, then it's sudden death. Like I, I like all these things. Like I, I here's my initial thought is like, oh, you know, like they already changed the rule. Like how much more can you do? Like at a certain point, right. like the game's gonna end. But I can also look at this and say like, all right, this is like we just talked about one of the best games of all yeah, time. It's it's overreaction it, to a certain extent. It, it is, but yeah. at the same time, I can also look and say like, all right, this is a product, right? This is a business. There's a uh, you're trying to get entertainment, right? Like. When a when the vast majority of your fans who watch that game aren't happy with the outcome because the other guy didn't get to touch the ball, okay, yeah, maybe I step back and say, all right, let's fix that. Let's I, fi- find a way to fix that because it did suck to watch that game, to watch him back and forth, and then just Josh Allen not touch the ball. Like that sucked. It did suck as a fan. To your point, it was a rare example, like where first of all. The Bills' defense, and understandably, like from a human perspective, they were completely demoralized and deflated. Oh, buddy. You know, so like Again, there was they no gave doubt. Up, they gave up 50 yards in 13 yeah. seconds. So like it's a rare example where as soon as they won to coin toss, everyone in the world is like, well, that's that. Right? <laughs> so, I texted you. I was like, well, that, that sucks. Yeah, so, They're not going to win. So I do think you can't overreact and change the rule just because of one game. But – like, you're right. Like, both teams should get to touch the ball. Like, if you're going to say that a field goal, you don't win, but, like, a touchdown, you do, like, it's the same kind of concept. Yeah. Like, they should have gotten a chance to touch the ball. I like college overtime. I understand why in the NFL it's a little different. Yeah. Like, I, but I don't love that, but I, I, I get it, you know? You know what I would kind of like, and I will be in the vast uh, minority with this? Like, do a full... You know, like both team touches the ball once, even if you score a touchdown. So if both teams score a touchdown, then it's just matching. But what about if at the end of overtime they just did like a field goal kickoff? Well, you know, I would hate that. Why? Like a, I mean, it's why? like a shootout. It's not the sport. I hate that. I hate I that idea I more know. than anything. I don't hate it. I hate. It. I think it'd be, I hate shootouts. It would make in hockey, kickers more important in soccer. Like. Oh, see, it, yeah, no. I like penalty kicks. Like, oh, I, I understand it. why It's they, not the sport. It's a it's different so, skill set. It's so, like, It now, is a different skill set. Plus, like, especially, I mean, it, this is the worst. You're picking the worst game ever, for the example. Right, because you no, want the quarterback. You want Mahomes yeah. on the field. So, like, that doesn't solve the problem, really, in my I mind. would also be okay with if in the regular season a touchdown you lose, but in the playoffs they I change that, it. I agree. I, I have no problem if you want to have different rules for the play. Jack Fritz is an just, asshole. Yeah. Like what he's, a you just, just coming in to annoy us like so mad he can't what be a on the jerk. Pod. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jack, go back and do your job. Right. right? For yeah. once. For, for once. Yeah. He won't. Never does. No. But um yeah. So I look I, I don't I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the solution is. I'm very fine with different rules for the playoffs and for, for Well the season. it's so funny that the Chiefs were the one that wanted the rule changed and they oh, didn't I know. get it. And then I they know. were asked about it and Andy Reid's like, oh thank God or whatever. I know. I and I'll say this again. If you're a Bills fan, like... Well, I mean, like... I, that's who I felt the worst for. Like, I feel bad was, for Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, or whatever, but, like, Scott Norwood. Like, that's the thing. Like, they have had one more crushing loss. Like, the Bills have had two of the five worst losses in my life. I was thinking about last is this night, one, like... De- is, are those be, like, Malcolm worse? Butler, the Seahawks losing the Malcolm Butler interception, Marshawn on the one. Like, that's that's right there. Um, you know, like, they're, yeah. they're like, the game has to be of a certain amount of importance, and it has to have that. The Music City Miracle... Funny enough, you know, flipped around. What's That's crazy another is also one. this was a divisional the game. Bills, so the Bills, again, yeah, this is a divisional yeah. game. I I think, like, in terms of, though, just the way they lost the game. And also, you know that, like, the winner of that game is the favorite to win the Super Bowl immediately. Right, and they've right? been trying so to beat them for years. Yeah, like, and also, I mean, they've never won a Super Bowl. Like, uh, like it's up there. And look, as Eagles fans, we've had so many crappy losses, like the Tampa Bay game and all that. We've never lost a game like that, ever. And, like, we've had bigger expectations, like the Tampa Bay loss. But, like, in terms of, like, in the moment losing a game like that, like, there's nothing worse. I mean, you could, had the lead with 13 seconds. I was gonna say, could 13 you? 13 seconds. Well, but what's wild is they take the lead, and then this is now. We would be, it's we would be calling for McDermott to be fired. Oh, without question, really, without a question, uh, be like, like fire. Literally, no doubt. Get rid of him. And then, so let me make one point, and then we'll move in. Talis relates to the Eagles, but could you like just think about the fact that the Bills took the lead right with under two minutes to go? The Chiefs. So even then, you're probably thinking like, okay, like we. Oh, no, probably, no, 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 no. At that point, you're like, wait too much time for Mahomes. Agreed, but you're at least thinking like, okay, no. this could happen. No, Maybe no, no. You are. No, honestly, I said when they scored with 150, I was like, this is way too much time. I was like, the only question is, are they going to tie it or is Mahomes going to win it with a uh, touchdown? Like, right. 
But, I didn't expect them to score that quickly so the Bills would get the ball back again. So then the Chiefs score, and I'm just saying, like, to the, to take the lead with 13 seconds to go, you, I mean, you, like, if I'm covering that game, I'm starting to write, like, everyone oh, is. Like, it's just of unbelievable course. to yeah. lose that one. So here's, <laughs> so here's, we'll transition to Eagles since it is a go Birds pod. Here's my biggest takeaway. Like, I am so done talking about defense. Like, this whole thing where it's like, and I love the Gannon debate, like, blah, 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 D- Nicobe Dean, I, whatever. Like, use every single asset you have if you're the Eagles on offense. Yeah. And I, maybe pass rush. Strong like, disagree with this take. The Eagles are not going to win anything until they can win that game. Yeah, I get your point, but, like, the other games, like, the Niners, the Niners won them. their game because of defense. Right. Flat out So one of, of the four was No, two of the four. The Bengals-Titans game was defense. Well, it was 1916. Hold on, but the Titans lost that game. No one scored 20 points. Why did the Titans lose that game? Because Tannehill sticks. Exactly, they don't have a quarterback. Right, but that doesn't necessarily, I mean, again, they also, the defense was amazing. Like, their defense was but great. The, the point I'm making uh, is. And, and they might not be in that game without a defense. Like, I, I get your point. I definitely think, look, my biggest takeaway from the weekend was that the Eagles have to find their Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like, that's the big takeaway. It's not. And honestly, it made me think, like, I don't want Russell Wilson. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. Like, I want I want a young dude who's going to grow into a superstar. Like, want I, draft want, one. I want my guy for the next decade. Like, that's what I want. That's my biggest takeaway from the weekend. Is well, I need Josh Allen. That's kind of what I'm saying a little bit. I'm taking it I think you're, perhaps I think unexpectedly. I'm taking it a little further. Yeah, you're taking it further. But I think you still need to – I think you're under – like, I don't think you win without a defense. I still think you need playmakers on defense. Like, both those teams have playmakers on defense. I guess the, the and po- you could argue if Trey White doesn't get hurt, the Bills probably win that game. Like if he yeah. doesn't get hurt earlier in the season, they probably win that game. Like I have obviously, if when the Eagles pick at 15, 16, and nineteen, if they get a good play, like a great player in that spot, it helps the team no matter what. Yeah. Like if you draft a cornerback there and he turns in to be like almost like Darius Slate, that's amazing. If you draft the linebacker, Nicobe Dean. So, but again, I think but that the you're point- simplifying it. Be, or you're not simplifying enough. You're talking about oh, spend all the resources on offense. Like the Bills didn't do that. The Bills. Went defensive player. Except you just need the quarterback. Well, the, like but a, Byron Pringle, you can get any Byron Pringle. You get any Demarcus but, Robinson. You get all these guys. Like right. Jarek McKinnon. Like guys who made a big difference for that Chiefs team. Like Tyreek Hill was a fifth round pick, buddy. Like you know, what I mean, right, a unique so I think, situation. But like my point is not like I think you still need a good defense. I think you use the resources all over the team. It just showed that the most important thing in the sport. By far, which we knew is right. having that all-time great quarterback who can lead you forever. Like so, that's the key. I think the the point I'm trying to make, and I'm like almost thinking my way through this point as we talk, is they have to get a better offense. And however that comes, and I agree with you, it starts with the quarterback. And if you have that Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, then you can fill fill pieces in around him, like you said, McKinnon, uh, Pringle, like even the receiver that had four touchdowns. Yeah, in Gabriel that game. Davis. Yeah, right. So like I agree with what. I agree with your your point. Like it's about finding the quarterback. But I think what I was trying to say was what the Eagles need to do is as they attack this offseason is be will like the first thing they should see if they could spend their assets on is a quarterback and slash like offense. And then if there's no good move to make, then of course don't just spend it to spend see, it. I think this season is actually unique in that I think you build up the defense and I look, I'm I'm moving everything to 2023. I'm giving uh, Hurts a shot, there. see what happens. Maybe Hurts takes a big leap because guys do take big yeah. leaps, especially at that age, especially from year one to year two as a starter. Like, all that stuff matters. But my whole focus is is finding my quarterback all long-term. So and that's it. Long-term. I, I don't want Aaron Rodgers. I, I, want, I want Josh Allen. I think about this, obviously, often, about the Eagles quarterback position. And on one hand, I say to myself, and people probably think I flip-flop all the time, but like, on one hand, I say to myself, they're in a great position. They're in a great position. They have Jalen Hurts, who could definitely be much better next year, who is young, all those things. And they also have resources to go and get someone else. So it's kind of like the saying, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have none. Like It's a little bit like that in the way that the fact that they don't have the guy is not a good thing. But I also think they're kind of in a good spot with the fact that Jalen Hurts is an excellent fallback plan. Like If you're the Eagles and you go out this offseason and you scout all the rookie quarterbacks – you look into trading for every veteran, like all those things, and nothing works out and you don't find the guy you like, you're not going and starting like Kevin Cobb or Sam Bradford or whoever. Like the person you're starting is a quality, like probably top half of the league starting quarterback. Would you agree with that? I, I think he will be. I mean, I, I think right now he's like 2018. Yeah, so close. So, I mean, yeah, close. I think 16, he can be. Yeah. And, will, and I think he will be. I think he will grow. Like I think he will be. My, I just worry. And I agree with you as a fallback. That That's great. The question is, can he become top five? And that's what I can't decide. And I also wonder, 
if we look at Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and say you have to get that guy, but it's like this is obviously a stretch, but it's almost, you know, like watching baseball and being like, all right, yeah, let's go get, you know. It's a little different, though. It, I get your point, but it's a little different. It is because, like, in this case, like, it's a specific position, right? In baseball, right. you can go get any guys in any position, and they're different values and different whatever. But, like, also it's, like, it's the only position. But also it's, like, I think with the quarterback position, it's just so, so much more important than, I mean, like, in baseball, like, like all nine guys well, matter. The, 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 pitcher the point matters. I was making with baseball was, and I just picked it randomly. It's like watching baseball and being like, hey, we have to go get the next Mike Trout. It's like, well, yeah, everyone could use right, the next great of player. Course, but I'm and with saying, Josh Allen and Mahomes. Like, what do you think about this as a strategy? Draft a bunch of quarterbacks. I mean, look, you're kind of preaching to the choir to me on right? that one. Like, like every like, year. Hey, you know what? Like, Because if you look at all these, like neither Josh, Holmes or Pat, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes was the first pick in the draft. I know. 10 well, and 7 or 7 and 10, whatever. And that's like, my thing with this whole narrative that the quarterback class is a bad one. It might be. Like, it really oh, might one be. One of these guys will be good. One I of them will be good. What, yeah, yeah. One of them will be good. One of them will be really good. And so the Eagles are in a position where they can probably get any of the ones they want, right? Like, I don't think there's – like, last year, nobody was getting Trevor Lawrence besides the Jaguars. Right. Like, no one – they weren't trading him. wasn't going to happen. This year, like, where does Kenny – let's say it's Kenny Pickett that becomes the one that, like, rises up. And I think he's the one that's most likely to do it. Malik Willis could as well. But I would say of those two – like, those are the two that will probably rise up. But I don't think whoever really loves them, like, you could probably get them at 7, 8, 9, 10. Like, I don't think you're going to have to get into the top three or the top five to get them. So if you really like one of those guys, and there's a bit of a smartest guy in the room element to this from oh, now. Oh, for sure. But if you really like them, then, like, go get them. And I think the, the takeaway from the Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes thing isn't go get the next one of them because they're, they're both special for lots of reasons. But what they have that Jalen Hurts just does not have is, is a cannon, cannon for an arm. Yeah. He just doesn't have it. it and, like, it Jalen has everything else you would want in a lot of ways. Like, also, we don't, again, to the point made by the Tampa Bay coach, whatever his name is, or whatever the can't read thing and all that, yeah. like, I do think we don't know yet. And I think that's the – I think I don't blame him yet. I think it takes time. I think you need to see stuff in the NFL to understand it. To see, Like, you experience – you know, the whole, like, Tom – you can't blitz Tom Brady because he's seen everything. Like, yeah, you need to see things. Right. Like, right? Like, I think Jalen Hurts needs that opportunity and stuff, but, like – I think you need a can arm, and you also need to be able to look at the field and see what's happening and know where to put the ball. Well, the and that's something we just don't know yet. I believe he can get there, yeah. but we need to see that happen. The interesting thing about that clip is, I think a reaction to the clip was, well, he's facing Todd Bowles, who's a Super Bowl-winning defensive coordinator, one of the best coordinators in the league, like all those things. And that's true. Like It was tough to play that Buccaneers defense. But they got the perception of Jalen Hurts that they set on that sideline from games earlier in the year that mm -hmm. they watched. Sure. Like, they didn't come into the game and all of a sudden realize he can't read defenses. They saw that Again, on tape. It, it doesn't, like, you, I want a quarterback who can go up against Todd Bowles. Yeah. Boom. You right. know, like, I want a quarterback who can go up against any defensive coordinator in the league. And again, it's not just. It's just going to take time. It's It'll take time. And look, he might not ever get there. Like, there are a lot of great, talented quarterbacks who don't get there because they can't read the field well enough. Like, yeah. that is part of it. The, the Like, that is just part of the sport. Well, it's a little bit like the Cannon thing where it's saying. Like, Mahomes is amazing at that. Yes. Like, the Cannon thing, I think the reason people focus on it so much is because it's viewed as something you either have it or you don't. Like, he will probably never be able to throw a ball the way, like, Michael Vick did. Right? Sure. Like, but I also think we need to talk a little bit, like, the reading the field and processing thing is a bit like that too, just in the way that sure. you have to be able to do it. Like uh, Tom Brady again, Brady, Brady never had the strongest arm in the NFL. He's just the the read read everything the best. Like saw what was happening, knew where to put the ball. Like, right, and the experience got him that. But also, he just has it in him. Yeah, to, to he snap. always had like it. like Russell Wilson. These guys that have played all these years, like it's just hard to mentally break it down, like, to get to the line and be like, okay, that's where the linebacker is. They're playing, like, they're playing, man, this is coming. If they do this, I'll do that. Like, then when the ball snaps to look, like, it's hard to process totally. all of that. And so I think that, I don't know if Jalen can do it or not, but he's played at Alabama. It's the hardest part of the position. Yeah, it's hard. I mean. And it's what, and the thing, too, is it's also, like, above it's, the shoulder it's guy. That stuff, that's why I've always been yeah. about That's why I've always said that stuff's so important. The thing that makes Mahomes so special, too, is that, like, he doesn't even need the structure. Like, he doesn't even need to know. Like, he can, like, on the fly be like, right. all right, Kelsey, do this, and I'm going to – you know what I mean? Like, that. that's where it's, like, yeah. that next level of it. But I, I think, like, again, to the to the point, I agree. And, look, I do think Hurts can take a, a leap. Like, I am – Jalen Hurts is my quarterback for 2022, personally. That's my plan. But I'm trading one of my picks for next year. I'm moving back in the draft to get picks for next year. Like, I'm building everything I can up to – to if Bryce Young, if C.J. Stroud, if these guys look like the true blue guys, 
Because, like, yes, and I think you can. I think you can prioritize the quarterback position in drafts, right. And like, take shots, right, until you get the guy. But the odds are, most guys are taken in the top ten. Like yes. that is the general. So, like, I do think you need the ammunition to get up there and go for a guy potentially. And right. I don't disagree with that strategy. I think it's like a smart one, and it's kind of in the same vein a little bit. And I'm not bit. even saying I would do it. I'm just throwing it out there no. as like a, a concept. But I think like when the Eagles took Jalen Hurts in the second round, that was some of the idea. It was it. some of the idea. But then I also think like if you're already of the mindset where you need to come up with a backup plan, then you probably don't have the guy. Now the issue is like well, how look if we had to bet like I think I'm excited about Hurts. I think there's a chance he takes a leap. But if I had to bet my life, I would not bet my life. There's gonna be a top five quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I think you would probably. Most people, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, and there's only five Justin guys. Fields, who right. I really like a lot. Like, I probably wouldn't bet my I would life on that either. Not bet yeah, any of the new guys, Mac Jones, I wouldn't. Like, none of them. Yeah. You know. So I think the interesting thing for the Eagles is, and to kind of loop it back to the playoffs, is just my takeaway was like the Eagles' passing game just has to be better, and that's on the receivers, it's the coaches, all that stuff. But like, they that was my takeaway from the weekend. Like, yes, their defense needs to be better. All those things. Clearly, they are not ready to compete in those type of games, right? Like, yes, if they, they felt far away. Yes, it they felt, felt far, far away, away watching them, right? But I also think just watching the way these other teams pass the ball versus the way the Eagles pass the ball, it was eye-opening how much easier the other teams move the ball down the field. And I don't know if the stats back this up. I'm just saying the eye test of watching those passing games versus how the Eagles passing game looked this year. That is where the improvement needs to be made. Maybe it starts with the quarterback. Maybe it starts with putting better players around the quarterback. Maybe it's on Sirianni. But whatever it is, their passing game has got to be better next year. Uh, I 100% agree with that. And in general, I think, you know, across the board, I think the roster needs to be better. You know, they were a 9-8 team this year that looked like a not average team. They were an average team. You yeah, know? and the the teams we just watched are are good to great. But what's so funny is I agree they were an average team, but like I mean, a lot of pl- like Pro Football Focus ranked them as like the eighth best team in the league, which is so that's I'm not stupid. We just saw it. Way, they got but, they, they gave up thirty one. They were down right. thirty one nothing. The Bucks who got roasted by the Rams. The Rams let them come back in the game, but like the right. Rams were clearly the better. Fo- like the Eagles were nowhere close to these teams. Like it is yeah. what it is. We'll get more into that in a sec. Let me remind you. I mean, download the Park Sportsbook app. We have been having Especially now such a blast, and you got the biggest games of the year coming up. We got the big one coming up. All that stuff like. Just download the app already. I've been having such a blast. We're going to do our picks later in the week. We're going to dive into every game. Somehow, even though I I got three of the four games wrong, I made money this weekend. Unbelievable. You know what the beautiful thing is? Alternate lines. Yes. They're great. You're big on them now. They're great. Yeah. It gives you so much leeway. I knew these games were going to be close. I was like, I knew these games were going to be close. So, hey, let me pump Buffalo up a little bit. Well, and then, so good. The nice Pretty thing. happy I did that. Let me bump Tennessee up a little bit. Let me get some plus odds on Tennessee. The, the <laughs> nice thing about betting now is like betting Sundays where all the teams are playing is like your head is spinning like you're doing mm-hmm. all these games and it's so fun in that regard these games are fun because one's on you have a bet for that one and, and you're just you focus on it and then all in. you go in the next one and by the way let me remind people both baseball and uh, I mean both the football and basketball right now heavy yes. betting and, and live in game betting folks it is the way to roll like last night watching Philadelphia they're playing New Orleans they're losing early. I'm like, huh, let me open up the Park Sportsbook app, see what those live odds are. They were a 12-point favorite coming in. Oh, it's six and a half. Sounds like a deal. Boom. They win by go. 10. Thank you. There you go. Thank you Please very much. making all this money. Beautiful stuff. Live in-game betting. Same game parlays. All this stuff. Alternate spreads. It is all there for you. It is all blast. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get your first bet. Risk-free up to $500. A $500 risk-free bet. Just download the app store. Click parkscasino.com slash PA. And use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, to get your first bet risk for your risk for bet is refunded. Site credit, the website has all the details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, any other takeaways from the weekend outside of just the the quarterback play? And we're going to, again, make our picks all that. Like, what are your thoughts on the, again, I think, like, probably the best weekend of football of my lifetime. Yeah. Ray Didinger, we asked him on the air today. Uh, you know, was this the best weekend of football ever? And he goes, if there's a better one, I can't think of it. Like, Ray Danger talking right. about it. So, like, like, accept it as one of the great football weekends of our lifetime. What were your other kind of takeaways from the weekend? Well, I mean, do you want to talk about Jimmy G? I would love to. Okay. Thank you. So, yes. I, I am not going to be the Jimmy G advocate. But I do think it's interesting that, like, nobody wants to trade for this guy. And all he does is win. And they and they win when he plays, and they don't when he doesn't yeah. play. And I know he's not the reason they win. I know he's not an elite quarterback. I know he has limitations. 
But it's just crazy that when he plays, they win. And when he does not play, he doesn't win. And he can probably be had for like a second round pick. Yeah. I think Jimmy G is incredibly underrated. Yeah. Um, I would much rather have him than Kirk Cousins. Like that similar type. I think I think a lot of people think that Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Jimmy G. Oh, yeah, I'd rather have Jimmy G. I would rather have Jimmy G. What about Derek Carr? I think I'd rather have Jimmy G than Derek Carr. It's close. But again, kind of Carr is more talented. Carr's more talented, but Jimmy G, like he throws I a great will ball. say, I do think that Jimmy G is is a particularly great fit with Shanahan with that offense, as is seen, like his numbers in this offense are right. not like and that's the thing is his numbers are really good too. Like when he that's plays. What, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I like Jimmy G. I think he's a winner. I think he's you know got that that leadership stuff, uh, you know all that kind of stuff. The charisma. I mean, he's one of the most handsome men to ever put on a football uniform. No question uniform. about like, that. Just yeah. a gorgeous. Human I mean, man. imagine him and Sirianni. I together. mean, let's put this way: no one in 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 whatever twenty years or whatever has been able to get to Tom Brady other than Jimmy G. Yeah. The only person who made Brady feel self conscious was Jimmy G. So, what does that tell you? All right, he got him traded. He went and said, <laughs> "Trade this." Bleeper yeah. off my team. I get him around. He's too good looking. That's what he said. So quotes. Would you? If you're, but right. I do not want Jimmy G as well, the Let's go two questions for I one think he's season. A particularly very good fit with Shannon and that off. for one season. If like if I told you the Eagles quarterback next year was Jalen Hurts and I told you it was Jimmy G, which team's better? It's a great question because it d- takes out the like if you ask me who would I take, I would take Hurts because of the upside there. But I think Jimmy G's probably better right now. Okay. Yeah. Now, and you would definitely take Hurts like long term. Like I'm saying, like uh, yeah. you had to pick one. If no. I had to pick one, I would take Hertz. Okay. And even then, like Hertz might never be as good as Jimmy G is right now. He might never get yeah. there. But at least there's that upside. Like Jimmy. And also the other thing we do have to mention if we're talking about Jimmy G as your quarterback is dude can't stay on the field, man. Yeah. Like that's it true. does matter. Like it is a thing at this point. Again, yep, even this run right now, yeah. he's like beat up. They didn't not practicing. He's gonna play, but they don't know what he's gonna right. play. All that. Like that stuff matters. We've yeah. been we've been through that. The you thing know? about Jimmy G that's enticing to me is I like yeah, I think he's a good he's a winner. Well, he's a winner. He's like, a winner, which is, which is big for me. But also, like buzzword, like the in the Shanahan thing, I'll hold Dell on that. Like Shanahan is I, obviously thank a good you for, coach. I, so yeah. you didn't even let me do that because that was going to yeah, be the next. He's thing obviously is, good. I was I was going to flat out ask you, would you like to apologize to yeah, Kyle Shanahan? I, I was wrong. He's apologized to me as well too, or yes, no? Apologize okay, to you. you. Yes, you. I was wrong. Told about you Kyle the Shanahan. Niners were good and Kyle Niners Shanahan? are good. Yeah, I I think the Niners might win the Super Bowl. I'm thinking about they have a little bit of like an it factor. We're going to make our picks later in the week. And it, I, I feel very confident that I'm picking the Chiefs. I'll get out in front of that. Like, I think the Chiefs are— I think they're going to smack the Bengals. Yeah, now. it's one of those things where it's like, like, I'm trying to create all these other things, and it's like, when I saw the game, I'm like, really? Someone's gonna it's a little bit like when the Eagles team? played the Rams yeah. the first time in the championship game, where it's like, the Eagles are the team that's not supposed to be there against a team that's obviously Just way, way better. better. Yeah. Yes, um, but I agree with you on the Niners, and I I feel like the Rams are more talented, and I was very impressed with what they did in Tampa so that we first should, time and stuff. But like, it feels dumb to pick against this Niners team right now. We should look up. I'm surprised I don't know this already. I'm gonna look it up as we talk. Okay. What the Niners' odds are to win the Super Bowl? So I'm sure it's way less. I think it's like plus six hundred now, or somewhere in that range. Oh, that's it. I yeah. was thinking it would be. It's it would be way longer less. Than I that. know that they were. Um, before the playoffs, they were seventeen to one to win the NFC. And at that time, I just the said, NFC, don't bet that. Right. much less. Oh yeah, you know. And if NFL by the way, conference- wait, can I just real quick talking about gambling and 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 all that? Can I give you my biggest lament? They're, pl- they're plus four fifty. Okay, so even less. Yeah. Can I give you my biggest lament from the weekend? Yeah. I'm so mad, and it was because I was in the moment of the game, and obviously not the game. I was like, wow, this game, this game. Right. I can't believe I didn't open up the app to see what the odds oh, are when it was thirteen. I know. Off. It was probably. Bro, did 20, you see what it was? Probably no. It was sixteen to one. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I, know, I was going to say twenty-one. I'm sure it's somewhere in that range. Like, I would have bet on it if I had thought of it in the moment. I would like it's Patrick Mahomes. Like, sure. Is it worth a five-dollar yeah. bet to win? You know, two hot four whatever Where it is. It would have been. Yeah, I agree. It would. It would have been the right like, call. Yeah, it would have been bet. It would have been it, worth it's it. It's so funny you bring that up because I saw on Twitter. I think it was Darren Rovell, which is like tweeting out screen grabs of people that won, and I thought to myself. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yeah. As someone that thought of like the kneel down bet, yeah. like yeah. it just, yeah, you're right. That was yep. a mistake on I our part. I was pretty mad at myself for that one, but um, worse things have happened. But to the back to the Jimmy G thing. Yes, yes. Back to James. I think the, James I, G. I agree he is good with the Shanahan offense because Shanahan clearly designs a good offense, right? So I would just be interested mm-hmm. to see him with Sirianni. Just uh, interested to see. Like yeah. just, you know, just like someone. Look, I think I think there is I think there is an interest to see Sirianni with that type of quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Like a Philip Rivers. We don't know. Like, we just right. don't know. We don't know. And I'm a little interested. So, uh, from a coaching perspective, did you feel like the Eagles' coaching staff is far away when you watch the weekend? I, 
I mean, the like obvious after the, the Tampa like, Bay I mean, game, well, like, and then the obvious answer is yes. But then I also think like Sean McDermott. <laughs> well, I mean no, Sean McDermott, yeah, but he's a good coach. That was a bad moment for Sean. Yeah, I mean it's a devastating moment. Like for him. an all, like maybe we'll never live. That's it. what I mean. Yeah. But like there is again the part of me, and I lean this way with the Carson and Doug debate too, which is like. I just if if you if you don't have a, to me a quarterback where you're like okay he's definitely the guy then it's hard well, to look, get the Eagles the won the Super Bowl because they had definitely the guy you know and they and then Foles became like a a miracle guy yeah, like for basically two games the guy for he two literally years played, yeah. I mean outdo Tom Brady the best Super Bowl Brady's ever played from a, right uh, twenty eight to three is the best he ever played but in terms of just pure numbers like he had five hundred five yards passing well the other interesting thing about the quarterback position the whole like debate thing is so I wrote on the website this week that they should consider drafting a quarterback. And a lot of the feedback, feedback I'm using kindly, was like... A lot of the hate. Yeah. Uh, was a, a lot of it was like, you're not showing any patience with Hurts. Like, if you draft a rookie and he's bad after one year, you're going to want to move on from him too. But what's interesting is after Carson's first year in 2016, like, Jalen in 2021 was objectively, like, statistically better than Carson in 2016. But, but... Well, he didn't I'm, look... Well, that, that's yeah, where I'm going with it. Yeah. Nobody... Nobody after 2016 wanted to move on from Carson. Well, Not a yeah. single. So yeah. I just think it's interesting that with Jalen, he made the playoffs. He had better stats. Yeah, I, I all totally those get things. it. Yeah. And and it's like you know people like me who are honest on the Jalen bandwagon are like I don't know Carson. Was not that good as it's a, a great, rookie. Long great, stretches where he didn't yeah, play well. Yeah. But nobody thought that he wasn't the guy. And then 2017, obviously, he takes off. So it. I just think it shows like. People are patient in this city. There's yeah, a perception people a are not, point. but Carson was not great as a rookie. It's a great point. And people Elliot. were people said like, okay, you know what? Though? You could see the guy. it. You could, you could see, see the the physical ability and all that stuff. It's right. a, it's a really good point though, Elliot. It does make me think of the when making comparisons, the Hurts comparison you just made. Quickly, I want to get your take on it because I think like probably the biggest like Eagles Twitter thing that has happened this week has been the the Jalen Hurts Josh Allen stuff. Oh, and dude. the idea that like. You know, and and there have been a lot of points on both sides, and the idea that like yes, we have. I think many in Philadelphia have said like Jalen is getting better. Look at Josh Allen; he got better. And then there are a lot of people pointing you out know like, what? Josh Allen is as unique a case as you'll ever see. And then obviously the numbers hurts his numbers like slightly better, I guess. <laughs> Dude, like <laughs> to me, this whole what thing. What are your thoughts on the whole? It just hurts. It just reeks of desperation. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's like it's like a ship going down, and you're like trying to convince yourself at the last second. Look, Jalen could develop into something better. He absolutely could. Josh Allen is not the reason to think that that's yeah. going to happen. Josh Allen, and I'm Mr. Like, doesn't matter where you're drafted thing. Josh Allen was drafted seventh overall mm-hmm. because he has, like, I, I don't care. Josh the, Allen would have been number one if he, if he had, like, if he was good in college. It's just he was taken at seven on all the physical stuff he had, exactly. which is, like, think about what that means. Like, and I'll also say this. Jalen Hurts is an impressive runner. I think you could make an argument Josh Allen is a like a better runner than Jalen. I, I think it's it, there's it's it's really hard because it's so different. Like Hertz is clearly faster and Hertz has more shiftiness, but like Josh Allen, like uh, let's put it this way: if I need a yard, I'm getting Josh Allen. Like it's well, like a question. If I need two yards, I'm getting Josh Allen. Like you know, so like there is something about his just bulldoze people running style. And that, that that's like what I had to take away watching that game was his running just stood out and seemed so much more effective because it was a compliment to the passing game. Right. Whereas with Hurts, right. it feels it's, like uh, yeah. all of his running is like the, the plays are breaking down or like they have no other choice but to do it, yeah. right? So, look, could Jalen Hurts improve? Absolutely. I think he has a track record of improvement. Can he Can he turn into like a success story? Yes, of course he can. Is it because Josh Allen did it? No, Josh Allen has physical t- skills that Jalen Hurts just does not have. Like, and you're talking, like you're listening to somebody that, was really high on Jalen Hurts. Like, this is not a Jalen Hurts hater. I liked him before the draft. I liked him coming into the year. He does not have the physical tools Josh Allen has. He just doesn't. He yeah. Just I, flat out doesn't. I, I, I don't you, know, like, I don't you know what to tell you. You see the ball come out of Josh Allen's hand, you're like, oh, that that's different. Well, the other issue with this whole thing is because people do it just more than more than Josh Allen. They'll be like, you know, uh, Peyton Manning had whatever. interceptions yeah. is rookie. You know, whoever lost his first three playoff games, like blah, blah, blah. But, like, the difference is – that like there's so many guys that also like didn't didn't recover. We just don't remember them. It's way you know? more. Like it's the it's it's 99. Don't. That's why we're. It's the same names, right? It's Peyton Manning's rookie yeah, year. It's Josh, it's Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. Like it's because there are so few examples of that happening. Right. Like I forget who was making the comparison to another second round pick. It was um, I can't remember. Oh, it was Drew Brees. 
it was I was filling in um for Ike Reese and someone made the comparison like another quarterback that coming out wasn't viewed as accurate was taken in the second round was undersized and it they're like it was Drew Brees but I'm like yeah but also like Christian Hackenberg went in the second round you know a like million guys right. yeah so way I just, more than don't like yeah I agree I it's, don't like the whole like he did it so now this guy I but, agree and it's different eras different teams different there's so many factors even the Kyler Murray team. thing which I I was a bit of a part of. Like, he struggled in his first start. And I think that is some good, it's a good, like, uh, reminder. Reminder. But also, Kyler Murray was, like, almost the NFL MVP for a part of this year, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that you just have to look at Jalen Hurts for what he is right now. Jalen Hurts is already a success story. As a second round pick, he was not supposed to lead a team to the playoffs. He, and lead you, whatever, you can debate that. But he was the quarterback of a team that took them to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He was not supposed to be that as a second round pick. He's already an accomplishment. Nobody's saying Jalen Hurts is not an NFL quarterback. Jalen Hurts is one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the world right I agree. now. The issue is, like, we like we, we need to get we the guy. as a city have to decide, can he become, the not guy. even top five, but, like, can he be, go up a next level? And I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't think anyone does, no matter what anyone says. And I think you can see that with, like, all right, if you, like, we, we follow the team, we talk about this team, whatever, but, like, even if you want to go to, like, the, like, the tape expert guys, you know, the the right. Baldies and this and that. Like, one of them says, like, like Baldy, I love him. I think he's going to be great. And then you're another guy who's like, yeah, he doesn't have it. He's right. not going to be. Like, there is such a very, not just within fan base, not just within the media, but within, like, people who study the game at a, a the highest levels, guys who played the game, guys who coached the game. Like, it seems like they're split on what it is. And also, is. and, like, the breaking down the tape thing on Twitter can be a little misleading because we don't know if, these people know what they're looking at. Uh-huh. But I will say, like, there are lots of videos that circulate on Eagles Twitter which are not kind to Jalen Hurts yeah. in terms of, like, guys wide open, missing reads, those Yeah, and those, uh, to, to great points, we don't know what the play call is. Yeah, we don't we know, know what they're looking what, at, what he's like, coached all that to do stuff. in that situation. Yes. That example we had in that the whatever Dallas play Connor with the, one where yeah, he was wide exactly, open, but he wasn't supposed to look there. And they were like, he there. wasn't supposed to look there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, look, I think that that's why this is such a fascinating offseason. You know, it's why... Because it's such a a confluence of things where we have a quarterback who were were who is tantalizing and and has shown things, but also you know shows flaws from a throwing position. All these things like where it's like we don't know. Like he's right. such an enigma. We don't know what whether he's going to leave. What that's going to happen. So you've got that piece of it. Then you have the Eagles having three first round picks for the first time in their history. Yeah, it's a, it's the perfect. And then storm. you have the potential for multiple all time quarterbacks to be on the market. Yeah. Like it is. It is a perfect storm. It's a perfect way to put it. It's a perfect like storm. Like, if they didn't have three first-round picks, we're probably not talking about it. Of course not, yeah. Or, or, or we're focusing on the draft more. Totally. And that's really what the draft— And if there weren't Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and these guys have— Deshaun Watson yeah, eventually Derek available. Derek Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo. If these guys like, weren't available, we're not talking about it because it's just like, oh, should they draft a guy or not? None of these guys are great. Right, Maybe like you pick a guy. Is. Right. Whereas, but this whole confluence of all these things together, and then to your point, like all these quarterbacks kind of being in the range that they're drafting makes it a, another layer of it. Yes. I think the least interesting layer, but still another layer but of it. But it's not like they have the 15th pick and there's a great guy, but he's number one. Right. So, but the the other uh, part of this, and I don't know if we've brought this up on the pod or not, but the financial aspect of it is also big here because Jalen yeah, Hurts. This is a great point that people don't talk about. Everyone's like cheap quarterback, but he's not. He's only cheap for one, one more, year. more year. One more year. That's like, the point. And at, if he plays well enough this year, it's actually like you need him to either be great or be what he is now and let us know. But he right. can't like be like the twelfth best. If he's like the twelfth to th- to fourteenth best quarterback and he takes like steps forward but not dramatic yeah. ones, then you're in a whole nother situation. Well, because also, like, he's not even on a first-round salary. He's making a million dollars this year. Yeah. So if you're Jalen, let's say Jalen, let's just play it out. Starts the year, he looks marginally better, they make the playoffs, they're more competitive, they either win or they don't win, but, like, they don't win the Super Bowl. They either get out the first round or they're competitive and they lose. You're Jalen, you go, okay, well, I'm not going to be your starting quarterback next year for a million dollars, right? So, like, I don't know if he holds out or what, but he is not cheap for much longer. And if for whatever reason you you say, you know what, Jalen, like, screw you, you are going to play on the fourth year, then at the end of that year, you have to hand him a massive deal. So you have him cheap at most for one more year, but in two more years, he's, like, extremely expensive, mm-hmm. right? So that's the other thing about the rookie co- the rookie Which question. goes back to the should they just draft more quarterbacks? Right. Kind of like, restart clocks and find a guy who can just and, until, you're, until you find a guy you really want to pay. Right. Well, because we've been down this road, right? Like, the worst thing they can do, and again, something you were absolutely right about and I was absolutely wrong about, not just Carson, but the contract specifically, like, the worst situation you could be in is giving a huge contract to a guy who's not good enough. Right, or taking it too early. So, But that's the thing with Jalen is 
like it won't be too early. He'll be eligible for a contract, and there he's either going to not play. On my opinion, he will hold out because he, there is so much money available to him, and he's Mister Popular. Like he's only going to be more popular a year from now in that locker room, presumably. Assuming yes, he, assuming presumably he's he good. improves and like because obviously like there is the stuff where if it's like if he's not he's good costing enough, people money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If if Devonte Smith is looking at me like, bro, like you're <laughs> yeah. hurting my ability to like, make look money. Look at what Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson right. are doing. Right. You know that. So those those are things you think about and stuff. But also to that point, flipping it back around, like who knows what Jalen Hurts could if they go out and sign, you know, Allen Robinson or whoever, like guys, you know, examples of veteran right. receivers and get some real guys in here, like with with Smith and Hurts and, and and Goddard and stuff like them. What does he look like? That there's so many factors. I know. But now. the other and, and we are just literally building on top. of I each know. Other. It's like an onion. But if you know, you're a, we're, we're we're building the I onion know. up from the inside out. But if you're a veteran receiver, do you want to sign here? Like money is what it is, which ultimately decides it. But if you're Allen Robinson and you played with bad quarterbacks pretty much your whole yeah, career, do you want to play for Hurts? Are you going to come here and well, play I don't for know if you look, oh, how, It seems like guys like Hurts, right? I don't know. I see. That's why I think Calvin Ridley's good because you know he likes Jalen. Yeah. But but Allen Robinson, Mike Williams, Devontae. I mean, look, and we like Jalen. But if you're Devontae Adams, like, are you? Dem- re- I think Devontae Adams is going wherever Aaron Rodgers goes, or he's getting franchised. And he's right. Like, I think probably what happens is Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, Devontae Adams gets franchised, and they work out a trade to send him to Brooklyn. Yeah. I just don't think receivers are going to be excited to sign up for this team. And money talks. The Eagles are a good franchise, like all those things. But if you're, if you're, uh, like when Alshon signed here for Carson, right? Yeah. I don't think anybody signs here and says with a straight face, it's because I wanted to play with the Jalen Hurts passing attack. Like, you could like Jalen, but you're not looking at this team and going like, I'm going to put a that big guy's a great here. thrower. You're like right. this guy's going to, this guy's going to help me, you know, get 1,200 yards. Like, Man, it really is. So it's, it is one of those. It's a really interesting time in the sense that like we just had this season that. You know, I think on the whole, was successful. Fritz is just so left. Yeah, out. I know. Yeah. He's, just, he's like Look dancing in the hallway right now. Yeah, yeah. sad. It is a little sad. He knew sad. football. He could come in. But... <laughs> yeah, he's actually like pitching, like yeah. doing a wind-up in here. Pretending um, to pitch. It's a really unique situation because it's like a successful season that, that ended yeah. with a whimper and a damper where it kind of made it like slightly less successful. I still think it's successful, but I think everyone looks oh, at it like, no oh, question. It was a buzzkill. It was a buzzkill, less <laughs> yeah. successful, and you're in the situation with the quarterback, and you're in the situation with the roster where it's like, it's all up in the air, man. It's a really fascinating time. I mean, think about it. Time. If they lose to the Buccaneers 41-37 to 37 or 33-30. Oh, it's a whole different offseason. Yeah, no one, you know. We're like, Jay look great. Yeah. You put up 37 on both. Exactly. Ooh, it's all good. We're winning the Super Bowl anyway. Let's roll. Yeah, yeah. it's, it, it. And again, he looked really bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. He looked like and and it, it was, was like you know, the it, worst fear come to life. It was all the worst fears. So it really is. It's a unique situation we're in this offseason, and it really is major, major decisions for this team that are going to really implicate things down the road. It's you know, it's a big one. Don't bleep it up, buddy. No. Well, good news is oh, I know oh, you feel yeah. charge. Thank with, God. With Jeffrey and Howie running Thank the show, God, we're in you great don't hands. have to be worried. Yeah. Because I watched the Chiefs just. Keep on rolling. I'd rather be a Chiefs fan. The Chiefs I'll are kind of like the Patriots now, though, in the way where it's like you almost can't and can't compare. And it's Andy. And it's Andy. And it's our guy. Someone commented, and we'll do reviews this week. But like, there was a review left, and I apologize over in front of me. But it was should they have just kept Andy? And I don't think Andy has a success here. But I I I I think the Andy thing was done. Yeah, it, it just was time had run its course, and I don't I don't think he's as great here. I think he needed a fresh start. All these and things. He got Mahomes. But like, yeah, and he got Mahomes. But like, of course, like you look at what's happening, and you're like, yeah, I'd rather he was doing that here. Of course, right. like I mean, duh. Like, yeah. And, Although and, I wonder if the Eagles would have gotten Mahomes. Because you think about Andy it, if he liked him, him enough, yeah, Eagles, that's a, oh, on the top of my head. I they can't, mo- all right, we're done. I'm not talking about this. I can't, where, where I the can't talk about there. an alternate reality. They could have drafted. the Barnett draft. They could have so gotten, they they gotten up to get him. Of course yeah. they could have. The Chiefs traded up to get him. They weren't the 10th wow. pick. I never thought of this aspect of it. I didn't either. They probably until have just, Mahomes. Until you just brought it up. If the Eagles don't fire Andy Reid, they, they have Mahomes. There's no way they don't because if he loves him. I can't do this. They only have to go four picks. I can't do this. No! Yeah. No! Wow, I might tweet that. Well, it's because of the Bradford trade, though, that they had the pick. So does what that do you mean? happen? I'm, I'm trying to, I can't remember so in my It head. was the Minnesota pick. So they, they fired got... Andy in 2012. Yeah. No, so it wasn't Barnett. Barnett was 2017. No, we're talking, yeah. Andy didn't get, he played with Alex Smith for a few years in Kansas City. What are you okay, talking true, about? Okay, true, true, It was Barnett. Okay, it you're was right. the Barnett draft. You're right. Okay. My point is, is that, or yeah, it was a Martin draft. Because Mitch Trubisky was year. two. I'm definitely right. Yeah. Um, so if 
But the point is, is the pick that they took Derek Barnett, they didn't have their own first-round pick, remember, because of the Carson trade. Right. It was the Sam Bradford pick that they took Barnett with. So that's when they were at 14 to get. And there are too many what-ifs, because if Chip's not here, what, what picks do they have? Like, we can't make it that hypothetical, but, like, yeah. Like, but in, yeah. from a basic perspective, Andy loved Mahomes. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> I'm great. Way to end this on a high note. Would you, like the Eagles season. This is a great pod. We had a good time, and then we just end on a freaking— Would you trade the Eagles Super Bowl to have Mahomes right now as the quarterback? Yes. And not, not guaranteeing you win another one? You'd win another one. Yeah, you would. But it probably wouldn't be as special for what it's worth. I mean, I'm sure all Nothing championships spe- are special. I, mean, like, but look, like, I wouldn't trade the Eagles Super Bowl for anything in reality because I experienced it. It was the greatest right. thing that ever happened. Like, it was perfect. It was magical. It was a story. Yeah, it was book. Everything it's unbelievable. Yep. But, like, yeah, like Mahomes, like, that's many Super Bowls. Like, that, yeah. he's been two years in a row. He should have been three. Like, he's going to win again. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he's good. He's definitely the QB one. I've been yeah. like, you know, saying You've maybe Herbert, it, but, but it's, like he's it's obviously QB. It's Mahomes one. It's it, Josh Allen too. Yeah, that's the we always talked about Herbert, and then I said Burrow ahead of Herbert. Yeah, which feel vindicated about, but we forgot to. It's it's Mahomes one, Allen two, Burrow three, Herbert four. That's my list. Which which is interesting for the Philadelphia Eagles in what? No idea. They're all AFC quarterbacks. Oh yeah, that is true. So it is interesting that like you were. I would not want to be an AFC team that's not one of those four guys. And you could get a new quarterback and all that stuff. Like Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver. It's like, wow, we're getting really out of control. But, like, it is good for the Eagles. Like, I appreciate that the four young quarterbacks that I would start a team with are all in the AFC. Like, that's cool. Well, when you you look, I was talking to Joe Giglio about this. Uh, He brought up. He brought, yeah, no big deal to me. I was, he he brought up uh, quarterbacks under 30 in the NFC. There's only one that's definitely better than Hurts. Kyler? Oh, so I guess two. Dak. <laughs> Dak. Well, he brought it up again. He said it. But Dak and Kyler. Yeah, sure. Um, but that makes here, let me look real quick. That's a really fascinating one. But that was my point. So like, because like, obviously Jared Goff's not that good. Justin AFC, Fields, you have no idea. Yeah, because the AFC is, you know, that's what I'm saying. I'll look up how old Dak is. Is Dak Dak might be 30 already? I don't think so. I mean, well, but Carson, he was the same year as Carson. He was younger than Carson though when he came Was he? Out. Okay. Oh, yeah, everyone was. Come on. Uh yeah, looking at the 28. list. Dak's 28. Looking at the list. Yeah, it's a really good point. You want to read through the list? Just, or? Well, look, there's just no like there aren't that many good quarterbacks. Right. Like, the AFC is really the spot. We're very lucky with it. I mean, Dallas, you mentioned, but like Washington doesn't have quarterback, New York Giants, Green Bay, Rogers Old, Minnesota, right. Chicago, Detroit. I mean, none of these guys. Like, yeah. Tampa is Tom Brady. Who knows what's going to happen? Atlanta, there. New Orleans nobody, doesn't New have Orleans one. Matt nobody. Ryan, Carolina, Carolina doesn't have nobody. one. The Rams of Stafford is older. Kyler. Right. Jimmy G in San Francisco and, and Russell Wilson. There are no good young quarterbacks in the NFC. Yeah, there's really none. That's what we call a market inefficiency to take yeah. advantage of. Well, here's a question. So, and then we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, but like, good. if if the Eagles tried to trade Hurts, what would they get? Do you get a one? No. But we just went through all those teams. That don't have a I know. I know. I, I'm just saying. I don't think they do. I wish they would. Yeah. Like, we, no, I'm not saying I disagree. If you're it's just crazy. You're trading you... a one for Hurts. You could talk yourself into it. Like if uh, we didn't watch Hurts, roster. If like, we didn't watch Hurts every week, and, and granted, the team that trades for him presumably would watch all of his games. But like if we're a, if we're covering a it's pod, it's an interesting one. If you trade, like if you're the Steelers, like if we're, we're doing a Panthers pod, we're we're sitting here and no, saying, no, I don't think any team like that would. But I think why? I think it'd have to be a team that's ready to roll. No, if you're trading for Hurts, you're trading for him because you believe you can like, because you're gonna have to pay him in a year. Like you got to be True. ready, but I think you have a roster. But I don't think he's like uh, like a team trading for like Aaron Rodgers. I like, I don't think the Panther. I think the Panthers trade for for Deshaun or someone like that. Well, but the it. point I'm making about Hurts is I think you can trade for him, saying we're. I know we have to pay him in a year, but like he can be our guy. Like he's not I a win think, now quarterback. I no, I know that, but I still think I still think the perception around the league is that, that he was a second round pick. Yeah, I still I, think I that agree. weighs on him. Like whereas like Darnold was the third pick in the draft, and people are still going to take a shot on that talent on stuff. Like I think people. All those teams still say we pass on this guy in the first round of the draft a couple of years ago. Like that's what we thought of him. Right. And yeah, he's better. He's improved himself. But like, I still think that that stigma sticks to it. You know what I mean? But it is telling that like we just went through the NFC and there was like seven teams that had like no quarterback. Uh, it's it's an interesting. And we don't think any of them would give up. A you're first the round. you're the insider. Ask around. See yeah. what Hurts well, would get. Well, I'm at the combine. Maybe. Ask around. See, see hey, what, out, what, yeah. what's the highest Eagles can get for Hurts if they like, want to trade? I'll be him. out there like, yo, you take a third for him. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, let's get out of here. We will be back with the Parks Picks pod later in the week, the conference title game uh, version or episode of that. Yes. And uh, and Saturday, uh, our show on WIP 1 to 3. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? 
Well, it doesn't look like Leeds is going to get Brendan Harrison. Oh, I know you've been thinking no, about it. I know. Not, I know. I had not thought about it you know, since last I've had time a su- it, but... I've had a surprising amount of Eagles pods listeners reach out to talk about it, which I very wow, much enjoyed. Wow. Yeah, we had a, a, a caller call come in. Show. I think it was Rick from South Rick Carolina, from South if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yes. Yeah. That's good memory by you. Thank you. Shout out to Rick. Um, yeah, also so that, a pod listener. Basically, all I've been thinking about it. What's funny is it's five hours ahead there. So whenever I wake up in the morning, Kristen's alarm goes off at 730. I like the first thing I do is I check Twitter to see if anything happened. Wow. It's like one o'clock. Must there. be nice to wake up at seven thirty. Yeah, it is. Got out of bed at nine thirty this morning. An hour and a half. Oh my god, I hate you. Yeah, just I laid in bed and six. worked. Six o'clock, Elliot. It's ridiculous. I know. It is. Um, trying to think anything else is up. TV, obviously watching a lot of TV. Started <laughs> started Euphoria. Very good. Yeah, I'm, I can't get there. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's very good. I just, you know. I will say you have a, a daughter. daughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I've, I've heard watched... enough about the show to know what it's about. It's like, I don't ever want to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I watch stuff. it. I don't have a kid. In my head, I'm like, why are kids so mean? Yeah. Like, like why well, can't they just be honest to their I think parents? I've, I think I've said this to you before, which is funny that you say that, but that was something that, like, one of my biggest, like, takeaways from becoming a parent, like, in terms of my life. And right. Like, is I totally identify with the parents now and stuff. Yeah. Like when I watch like stuff I watch as a kid, like that Home Alone. I watch Home Alone. Like I used to think of Kevin. Oh, it's so fun. You're right. the house. Like now I look at them like they're fucking parents. Like oh my god, like, yeah. how horrible is this? Like can you imagine? Like you know, oh, like I have all oh, this little asshole that the parents put a <laughs> dick. Like I hate this. Like that's all. I, everything I watch now, it's all through the parents' eyes. You know, it really switch. I feel like that when I'm watching movies about big brothers being mean to their little siblings. Mm. Like whenever I watch that, I'm like, why is he being such like a? <laughs> why is he being so mean to his little? Like what are bullies? Like I, whenever yeah. I watch a show that has bullies in it, I mm-hmm. always think to myself like. How big of a jerk do you have to be to be a bully? Like that, like I look at this stuff on TV and I'm like, imagine like going up to some poor little kid and just pushing him over to be a bully. It's like, come on, man. I'm with you, pal. No more bullying. No more Go Birds Pod officially taking the stance <laughs> against bullies. We are we are taking a stand, a, yeah. a controversial stand. Yes. We don't like bullies. Not a fan on bullies, and also kids, be honest <laughs> to your parents. And also Patrick Mahomes could have been an eagle. Yeah, there it is. We'll leave you with that. All right, uh, Saturday, 1 to 3, Parks Picks later in the week. He's Adam James. Talk to you soon.